Hey, what's going on? Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Season 2, Episode 10 of The Ramble Listen, man, we uh, we back because we on it this year. 2019, we're not playing no games. Ray Mason and Anthony Simmons. Yeah, I don't know who y'all Google us. We'll pop up on it somewhere. Um, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta shuffle into my bag a little bit. What I'm gonna need, what, I'm what, need, you, got, need, what gotta, you gotta tell me? I got, I got, I got something that I gotta get off my chest. You know, hold on, let me take a sip of water. You know what I'm saying? I gotta. Make sure you know I ain't parked up. <laughs> Hurry up! You know, anybody come here to see me drink water? Nah, it wasn't a sip either. Yeah, it was going. <laughs> yo, yo, chill, chill. All right, listen. Players, right, I, I need, I need them to hear me right now. Y'all need to cut the shit with the Instagram questions. I'm gonna say it again. Cut the shit with the Instagram questions. Alright, so like, if y'all doing it to like, create conversation with the homies, to get girls, and, or boys, you know, this is, we talking to the lady players too, cool, but when y'all do that stupid ask a, ask a question, or say, what, what NBA player do I remind you of, boof, man, like, yo, you don't remind me of nobody, you ain't, like, you not there yet, like, me and coach already talked about this in earlier episodes, Stop letting your hype men gas you. These are kids who haven't seen nothing, been nowhere, seen anybody. Like, they haven't seen none of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and y'all are letting these people from the peanut gallery gas y'all. And people telling you you shoot like Steph or Clay and you dribble and shoot like Harden or you got a, you got a, a, a you know, you're a little tall, so they tell you you play like KD. Stop it. Cut. Yo, that, that shit trash. Like, I mean. It, I, yes. Jump in, Simmons, because I'm, I'm, I'm about to curse him out. I mean, for me, you know what I'm saying? Like, it really questions, like, what is love? Like, what is love? Like, what do you love? Like, what do you do this for? Um, Because it's like you almost play the game not for the details, but for the love of the game, you know, the wins, the losses, you know what I'm saying, the competition aspect. It's like you're playing it and you're making it, uh, a, uh, I want to say talent show, but I feel like that's the, you know what I'm saying, like the wrong right. word, but it's just like, it's almost like you, you're playing dress up. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just like you want, like you go so hard for a picture or a mixtape for a comment of somebody like, yo, even if you have a mixtape, it doesn't matter if you can't stand in front of that man one on one, check rock, and you can't keep him in front of you. It doesn't matter if when it, if <clears throat> the competition determines whether you can do those things or right. not. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're missing. You know, it's just like you need to take the time to to really learn the details and learn the game. 
know what I'm saying? Because like the game has become too social media influenced. You know what I'm saying? And you're confusing exposure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. With 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 nonsense and, and things that don't really matter. You know what I'm saying? And because when you really look at it, like the players that you're trying to be like, they're actually getting their games and their highlights put out by social media platforms. Right. Like these people aren't requesting this. These people like, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean these players like are earning this. Right. Because they're producing, because they're putting up the numbers, because they're dunking on people night after night after night, then overtime or ball is life or whoever, who I mean uh Hoops HQ, like whoever is coming in, like, yo, this kid's over here killing. So they're coming to see the game. You know what I'm saying? And they're right. putting that out there, like, you can't fake that life, yo. You can't. And, and like, like, they doing it for the likes. Y'all doing it for the likes. Them likes ain't going to get you a, a high major D1 or a, a scholarship to play at any level, for that matter. Them likes ain't going to save you when them real dogs come out. And like, and like another again, I get it, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not the old man and saying, oh, social media is bad for the world. I love social media. I'm on every platform, just like y'all are. I, I've seen kids get blown out by thirty, and they barely wipe the sweat off their forehead from the game, and they got a picture up from the game, talking, you know, some caption or some Meek Mill lyric or something like that. Like, yo, you not, yo. First of all, your team got thrashed, and, and like, you at least. At least take a minute to, 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 you know what I'm saying, get over the loss. Like, you don't even care about the loss. You just care, oh, I got, I got a crit, I'm post it up real quick. Like, wh- why are you playing the game, bro? Why are you playing the game? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's sad, man. First of all, you got thrashed. Thrashed. I mean, now, a couple of days go by, you over the loss. Okay, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Somebody t- shoot you a picture, yo, you know what I'm saying? All right, cool. But, like, right after the game, you lost by 30. Millbrook and the boys will smack you by 30. And you got a picture up with a caption trying to be deep. Get out of here, man. Like, I, I don't know. All right, man. Like, that, that's it, man. Rant, rant over. Y'all Y'all got to do better. I'm going to y'all with the topics for the day, man. Topic topic number one. What is movement in a ha- half court? And this is where I, you know what I'm saying, shimmy to the left, shimmy to the right, look left, look right, toss it to my man, Coach Simmons. Three! He knocks that down. So, he's going to teach y'all. Oh, <clears throat> All right, man. Um, so today, once again, just trying to use our platform, like I always say before I go into my teachers or whatever the case may be, is uh, this is to educate um, all my players. So one thing that I'm noticing that's that's really hurting the game is our overall players' lack of understanding of movement, their lack of understanding of spacing, and how that plays into offense, like. There's a, like nobody wants to talk about the reason why there's a lot of standing. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of pe- a lot of times when you go watch a game, I've been guilty of this. Like a lot of people critique Wait, you're guilty as a player or as a coach. Uh, no, um, opinion wise, gotcha, so, gotcha. Like I said, like if I'm coming to a game and I'm looking at the game, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and I'm and I'm critiquing the coach or I'm critiquing the game. Now I am a coach, but when I go to games, sometimes like. I say this, you know what I'm saying, sometimes too. So that's what I'm saying. Like in the past, I've been guilty of it is when you look, people always say, well, it's the coach. Um, there's no movement in their offense. Mm-hmm, a mm-hmm. lot of players are just standing. It's just a lot of standing. It's just a lot of standing. Like people say that. 
But at the same time, a coach can only control but so much. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you like it, there's not a coach that I know, honestly, that doesn't have emotion offense, even if that's the worst coach in the world. Mm-hmm. There's not a coach that draws up stand in this spot the entire time. So, you know what I'm saying? Like what I'm now being a coach, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's anybody. So, you know what I'm saying? Respect to all the coaches out there, like, you know, I'm gonna have your back on this one. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm specifically coming at the people playing. Because we ain't shot a jumper. We ain't made a pass. Like, we ain't did none of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the kids out there playing, there's a lack of understanding. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the lack of understanding is they don't know how to move on the floor. Right. You know what I'm saying? They don't know what spacing is. So I'm just here to help them. So basically, guys, like, the best way to understand this or explain this is there's a strong side of the floor mm-hmm. and there's a weak side of the floor. Mm-hmm. All right. Even if when the ball comes down the floor in the secondary break, there's a strong side of the floor and a weak side of the floor. All right. The strong side of the floor is the, fl- the side of the floor at which the basketball is on. Yeah, right. break it down. That means that if I have the basketball, Ray, they got that man. I'm just saying, get, like get Ray, man. They, I'm they, getting they, into they, my rant. Get Ray, man. <laughs> like yo, I broke it down for they y'all. I'm just making Listen, sure, man, because the strong side of the floor. <laughs> It's the side of the floor that the basketball is on. If you don't know that, then I'm not talking to you because your ass don't need to be playing. So that's how we fix that. Real talk. Now it's 2019. I'm being for real. Y'all, I'm about to give y'all the personality. We about to get this low. Get him. Get him. We about to get, get this low. Get him. All right. So strong side of the floor is the side of the floor which the ball is on. All right. So there's only two sides. The other side is the weak side. Weak side. So when it comes to when it comes to movement and spacing, this is what you have to understand. You want to create a balance between you and your teammate. Meaning, uh, like, when if I throw him the ball in the post and he's posting on the block, I don't, a balance for me is I want to give him enough space to operate mm-hmm. on that side of the floor. So I'm going to space out to the three-point line. But what that does now is that leaves a significant amount of space for the person that's guarding me. AKA the help on the strong side of the floor. So what I'm designing right now, what I'm telling you is I got a person on, on the wing on the strong side and a person on the block. That's two people. My one and my five. Alright. My four is at the is at the elbow. You know what I'm saying? And then my three is in the corner and my two is on the wing, on the weak side of the floor, away. So a good offense is you want to create a situation where now those guys can actually move. Alright, and there's a distance. A significant distance between the help defense and the players on the floor. Mm-hmm. So now what you do is you put that guy in the predicament, the guy that's saying help, where if they actually help, now you can make a movement to get open. Mm-hmm. So in that situation, there are several things you can do if you pass the ball into the post. One thing you can move is called a dive. That's in which once you pass it, you cut straight as a straight line, make a basket cut through the middle of the floor. All right. Now what that's going to do is not only it's going to create a layup opportunity for you where you may have an opportunity to be open, but it takes your man away. So now if you're playing with a good post player, then you should dive a lot of times, especially if your post player is working because now you can pass to him, you take that guy away. Now that post player has to guard him one. I mean, that, that, that defender has to guard him one on one. That's what we call on high level scale barbecue chicken. Barbecue. Barbecue chicken, man. That means it's an easy bucket. 
give you a little up and under. I may face you, baby jumper. Yeah, over the hook, you know, over the toes of the hook. And shout out Michael Badu, my man at UNCG. He retired and hung his sneakers up. But back in the day, our boys used to drop that thing to Badizzle on the block. He opened up, square you up. Yeah. Elbow jumper. All right. So now let's talk about the weak side of the floor. All right. After that, if, if I'm the four, so if I'm the four, one way I can move is now diving to the block. All right. Or flash to the block. All right, because now my help could be looking. The help could be looking at that post player too. On the weak side, on, also on the weak side. Now, if I'm a shooter, this is when I can set a back screen, a down screen. What you're trying to do is occupy the defense. That's actually in help. And what I mean by that is you want to run action, so that way they're forced to look at you and not look at the ball. If we stand and you look in one spot, ladies and gentlemen, then the defense never has to move. You can play defense like this, literally. And there's no space. And so now there's no room to operate. The worst thing you can do also on offense to not move besides standing still is run directly to the basketball. Unless it's a handoff situation, God, I hate the that. worst thing you can do is run to the ball because what you're doing is creating a trap. Get, get, get up, balance the floor, get significant space between you and your teammate, and get enough space to where now the help, the defense has to make a decision. Once you have that space, what you need to pay attention to is their eyes. You know what I'm saying? And what they're accustomed mm-hmm. to. What the de- What's the habit of the defense? Because sometimes, some teams, when the ball goes in the post, they automatically double. So now, if I'm on the weak side of the floor, I can backdoor cut. Yeah. I can flash to a certain spot. But movement, movement in general, is just making sure that you're giving your teammates space to drive and that you're not crowding areas in which are lanes where you can attack. So you can go screen for a teammate. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can dive to the basket. You can back the door cut. You can space out. You know what I'm saying? Like, start asking these different things because just standing and playing isolation basketball, now you're limiting your recruitability. All right? Like, now mm-hmm. you're showing the coach that you don't know how to play. Because now you're limiting skill. You're limiting your skill set. Like, this is how you grow your skill set without the ball. And honestly, this is what 80% of college coaches are looking for. 80, I, I, I think, like, that's a factual number, too. Like, again, screening away is a lost art, just like boxing out. Like, you know, we watch a lot of games. There's very, I see very little players, you know, just like when it's an action or a flex or something like, like just screen away when like somebody catches the ball at the top of the key. Like you said, first thing a lot of players do run to the ball. Like what do you like? We don't need you to run to the ball. Like you said, you're bringing the defense. Now it's gonna be a trap. Now it's a turnover. The other team scores two points. You look stupid. Uh, just learn how. Like, and if you don't know, I think this is the biggest part because you you alluded to it. You said ask. Ask your coach. Your coach will explain to you what is moving without the ball. How to move in a half court set. And then, like, like again, I'm, I like to reference you because you be dropping a lot of gems, coach. But last episode, you said it's a it's a thinking man's game. 
basketball is very much like a game of chess. Like, you have to think things through. It's very strategic. So, if you understand and learn how to move in the half-court set, you open the door for so many possibilities to score the basketball and to make yourself a higher level. For your IQ. team. Yeah. yeah. Not only for you, but for your team. Right. Exactly. It turns you, it turns you into a winner. That's it right there. I mean. Okay. All coaches want winners. And this is what I challenge you to do, players. All right. Next time your coach is in practice or is it, there's a time, like, I like players that challenge your knowledge as a coach. Because ultimately, like, you know, just to put it out there, coaches blow smoke. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I can confidently say this because there's not a player that's ever played for me that can question my basketball knowledge. Uh-oh. That's a fact. So, that's a fact. Um, next time it's a situation, you know what I'm saying? Like, ask your coach, like, well, what do you mean by that, coach? Explain it to me. Mm-hmm. Like, put your coach on spot. You know what I'm saying? In, in practice. Like, when I'm in front of the team, because, like, you're already not, you're like, this is what's going to make or break your playing time. Right. This is what's going to make or break your attitude as a good teammate. So, of course, don't be disrespectful. You may do this in the office. You may just do this before practice. But there needs to be at a dead period of time, you know what I'm saying, if it's not a drill where you can talk, where you ask your coach, like, what does you by you mean by that? And get him to explain to you the movement. Mm-hmm. And then you'll know from there. Like, you'll know from there. And then if you do it and it ain't nothing changed, like, no, you have to advocate for yourself. Right. Like the issue of it is, is you don't know movement. You never really and truly ask your coach what is movement. You just listen to you just listen to him talk. You never ask a question. Right. Then you go out there and do the shit, and you mess it up, and then you wonder why he takes you out when you're not really asking a question. But then you go try to talk to your parents, and you never advocate for yourself. So then the parent and the coach are having a conversation about something that. That only the coach knows because the person that you're advocating to wasn't even there. Right. So now you're creating a situation. Like, that's how the triangle always happens. All right? The coach tells the player what to do. 99% of the time, there's not a lot of players that's asking coaches questions or asking them what to do. And then a lot of times, the kids just don't retain the information. All right? So then you go home like, Mom, Dad, I'm not playing. Mom and dad, like, well, you're at practice every day, this and the third. Mom and dad are always making these move, kids, assuming that you're doing everything you're <laughs> supposed to do. That's the thing that you don't understand. When you go home and you run and you talk to your mom and your dad, your parent is assuming that you're actually on time, that you're actually stretched out, mm-hmm. that you're actually going hard, that you're actually that you actually know all the plays. Let me ask a few of you fellas. How many of y'all still don't know the plays, but you're mad about your minutes? And I'm keeping a band with me, bro. Keep it a stack. It's 2019, bro. Keep it a stack with me, man. Yo, how many of y'all really don't know your plays, bro? And then you play somebody, and they force you to play. They force you to run this play, and you wonder why we losing because you don't know. All right? So then, once again, let's go back to it. Your parent now coming to the coach. Yo, coach, throw your hands up, brother. You ain't even playing what's going on. Where's the responsibility, man? Like, you next time, ask your coach and see if your coach has that knowledge. All right? Mm-hmm. What's our next topic, Ray, man? We on a roll, he man. You smashed that, John. I, we got we to take I mean, I just try to do what I can, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I got, I'm, I'm focused, I like man. that. I like that. All right, I'm, next, I'm focused, next topic man. is when coaches say talk, 
What does that mean? I'm going to hit him. All right. So. What does it mean, coach? What does it mean when you tell us right. to talk? I don't, say so, talk, talk, talk. What, what, what are you talking about? I know a lot of you kids. I, I've seen it. I've seen it in gyms, training kids. And so once again, I'm, 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 once again, I always do this. Like I said, this comes from my heart because I love basketball and I want to see all kids be successful. It's something they spending so much time doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. When a coach says talk, the look in the kids' eyes when they look back at you, yo, when I'm talking loss, <laughs> during headlights, the sun, <laughs> it's like it's it like like it's rushing. You know what I'm saying? Like they like yo talk, and so, ladies and gentlemen, like I just want to let you know, like communication is the key to life. Mm-hmm. You know it's what I'm saying? That like is, that is a fact. It's the key to life. You know what I'm saying? So. Regardless, you just gotta learn how to communicate. You know what I'm saying? And this is this is the frustrating part for me. I don't know about other coaches, but this is the frustrating part for me. Is you won't talk to your teammate in practice. But you will talk to your teammate before and after practice. In class. I was going there. Okay. This is the one too. This is this is okay. the one. Then like the thing about talking in class is you're not supposed to. <laughs> Yo, ass is supposed to be shut the hell up in class. Nah, you're not supposed to. But peep my counterpoint though, because this I'm setting them up. Okay, and so I was about to drop an F bomb, <laughs> but I gotta remember we really on the air. Like, yo, you're not supposed to talk in class, and y'all really not talking. You're chopping it up right. in class, as the OGs say. Y'all really in class chopping this shit up, right? But this this is the crazy part. You're allowed to talk the entire practice while you're playing basketball. Mm -hmm. You're allowed to talk the entire game while you're playing basketball. And don't nobody say shit. Nothing. But it's the crazy part. You won't say anything in the game, but you'll be losing by 30. One, the dude bump you because he just made a backdoor cut and got an and one. Then you want to talk to him. Right, right, right. But, but right, you want to talk right, to him right, about right. some. Yo, 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 throw your hands up. Yo, see my. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is beyond me. Like, beyond me. Yo, listen, haha. I just want to meet you one time, bro. So at some point in the next 17 episodes, uh-huh. I'm going to shout out Ha Ha. We got to tag him on that joint okay. so I can meet my mans, bro. Okay. You need to come to Raleigh and do a show, Yo, bro. get on the podcast. Yo, bro. you need to come to Raleigh, do the podcast, and then go to Charlie Goodnights. I got a yard for you, yo. You funny. <laughs> but yo, like, so let's get to the communication thing. All right, fellas. So the thing about the communication part is you're making it harder than what it is. All right. It's just about details, okay? So what I mean by this, so when I tell my players, so right now, if you play for Voyager Academy and you're listening, all right, Holden, Jonas, possibly, you know what I'm saying? Like, passes, are, passes around, you know what I'm saying? But when I say talk, like, on the basketball court, I'm going to give you a scenario in offense, I'm going to give you a scenario in defense, mm-hmm. all right? So I'm going to start out with offense first. The conversation should be about what you're actually doing, right? So say, for instance, it's Voyager versus, I got to give a team we don't play. This is uh, Southeast Raleigh. I'm just saying Southeast Raleigh because we graduated there. 
when we're on the, when we're actually cross the court on offense, before I call a play, we should be looking while we're passing the ball around and dribbling and trying to find a mismatch. Mm-hmm. And once we find a mismatch, whether that's in the post to holding the Jonas, whether that's on the wing to Dwayne and Brazil, then by, by that advantage, we should make a play call. So the thing I try to tell my players all the time, and now I'm going to tell the world is, basketball is a game that's meant to be played as you're talking while you're doing it. So I'm going to give you an example. If I'm floating down court, I'm floating down court, I'm saying, hey, Wayne, get to the wing. All right, Jonas, post, post, hold it, go through. Get to the high post. All right, and then I'm going to pass the ball around to my other guard. Then I'm going to say, come back, come back, come back, come back, come back, come back. Let's go. Let's go box one. All right, so now when I'm saying let's go box one, I'm dribbling and I'm talking. So now if I'm dribbling and I'm the point guard and I see that one of my players has forgotten to play or he's jammed up on the screen, at this point I want to call his name because I know he knows the play and I want to tell him, yo, Wayne, 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 go set that cross screen, right? Because now this is what happens. In basketball, especially high-level basketball, the defense is already going to know the play. Right. That's the beautiful part about the game, and that's why you pop shit in basketball because they already know what you're going to do, but they just can't stop the shit. That's the most beautiful thing. That's why Steph Curry is shimmying. Everybody in the gym before the game know. He's shooting threes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know it. You know when he coming down court, he's shooting threes. Yeah. You still can't stop that shit. Woo! Bang! <laughs> take that. Take that. All right, back to my conversation. 2019, so I'm rolling. I can multitask. Mm-hmm. So I got the rock back in my hand. Yo, Wayne, said that cross screen. So now what that does is it puts the defense in the situation. When I tell them that, that you're going to set the cross screen, Wayne, both the guy that's guarding you and the defender that's guarding Jonas are going to look at each other. That right there may cause a slip and get me to roll to the basket. But now, now you set your cut up, and the screen is literally you standing and blocking. So you may get open if you set it up off that. Then now I got my other guard, you know what I'm saying, coming off the double. So what, you, what I'm saying by talking is – you're talking about the action that's taking place. You're talking about where the defense is, who can't guard who, mm-hmm. who should have the ball, that possession. You're telling to team your teammate when you pass it to him, yo, shoot that, yo, drive that. You're telling them what to do. What you're doing, is that this shit is a group project. The For 32 minutes in high school, 40 minutes in college, and 48 minutes in the NBA. While you're playing, you're supposed to be talking the entire time. That's why when you say you mic'd up in the NBA, they're having a conversation to the entire game. They run a play. Dude get, you'll see Rondo run a play. JaVale drop the dime. JaVale McGee get fouled. Rondo going to the free throw line. He's still talking to him. Right. Telling him, yo, you could have did this. We could have got a dunk. Make these two free throws down. Boom. Now he in the middle of the floor. He's setting up his defense. Fellas, ladies, gentlemen, there's no break. All right? There's no break. You have to be locked in and talking the entire time. All right? Switch it back. Now it's on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. Okay? Ooh. So now defensively, you have a scout report. Make if you have a coach. Up. All right? Every coach is going to tell you, hey, number five, he can't touch the ball. Number three, he's only a shooter. Number one, he's only a driver. Right. So the when you're on defense, once again, it should be about what's going on. All right? So if I got the shooter and he's dribbling the ball up the court, what I should be letting my defense know is, yo, 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 I got shooter, I got shooter. I can't help if he passed the ball, so you got to hold me, hold me down. So as soon as he passed it, everybody on the floor know, hey, yo, I got the shooter, and I, I can't help, and he ain't touching this shit ever again because I got this shit on lock. Right. That's what they know. 
right? Now everybody else is focused on the other floor. So now they playing four and four. Because this brother right here ain't touching that shit. That's talking shit on defense. That's talking that talk. Now he going to get pissed and try to get the ball. Now if you stay in front of him and he push you off, offensive foul. Yeah. <laughs> Clap it up. All right? Now we talking on the backside. So now if it's a driver and a driver has the ball, one person, I got driver, I got driver, the whole defense now should be shifting and sagging. Mm-hmm. Like it's a group project. So now they pass the ball, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, I got shooter, shooter again. Like, you're supposed to be talking about what they're doing at that moment. If they just pass the ball at the top, ball at the top. If a screen just happened down low, it should be baseline screen, man, coming. You're talking about what's going on. Because think about it. You're trying to stop something. Stop means prevent. Prevent means not happen. This shit is urgent. So what that means is you're trying to stop every movement. And guess what? Even if you slow them up, that's your advantage. If you make them take a, a longer time to get to that person, that's your advantage. Mm-hmm. Like, that's playing defense. It's a system. So offense and defense, y'all supposed to be talking about your play, talking about what you're doing, encouraging while you're doing it. Because guess what? You can't make no trades. It's the NBA. I mean, it's, it's not the NBA, so you can't make any trades. So the strength of the team is you riding with who you have in these situations. I ain't got no mic because it's up here. Boom. Listen, uh, that is <laughs> so one, I think Coach is checking the integrity of my table because he'd be banging the hell out of this thing. Boy, my fault. We about to get a low, so I just buy another. <laughs> so, just one, make sure my table line. I just cop another. <laughs> um... But, like, yeah, like, talking, man, like, I tell a lot of players this. You know, I've told your players this. Like, a lot of times, talking isn't part of who people are, right? Let me put my hood on because I, I, I murdered the mic. You did. You, you did. Like, so. they're, they're introverted. So, the only only thing I got to follow up on that because he did kill that is if you call yourself an introvert and you are shy and you don't like, understand that basketball is a game where you can be anything you want to be. You know, so I, mean? I loved it being a midget. Beyond you could you could so when you step between those lines, turn into the extrovert. And ma- use your imagination. You know what I mean? That's what all the greats do. Use your imagination. Be who you know you should be on that floor. So if you're quiet as a mouse and you don't like to talk, when you get out of the court, you yo, yo, yo. You only gotta do it for 32 minutes. Now. And oh, and, and if you think you're gonna play high level basketball and not talk. You got another thing coming. Yeah, you playing that. You playing high level basketball. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what high level basketball you playing and not talk. Hall of Fame 2K19. Mm. Now you hold that. Hold that. Straight on up. Stick. On the sticks. Or I, I. But yeah, that, that's the only thing I wanted to add. I, I don't want to taint that too much because you, you definitely did your thing, Coach. Uh, I don't got any spotlights this week. Um, I got a spotlight. Shout out to Carolina, man. We slapped. We slapped Pittsburgh yesterday. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up, boy. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? ACC season. We clap job boys. So we shouting out Roy, Kobe, all my homies over there in hey, Carolina. Huff, <laughs> Huffman, everybody. We shouting them out. Hey, yo, Pittsburgh. Better luck next time. Also, um, shout out to Duke, man. I got the dub on Clemson. You hear the hate in my voice. <laughs> hey, you, hey, yo, you went from here. <laughs> hey, yo, dang. Yo, boy, stink, man. <laughs> Yo. Hey, next time, chop, yo, put yeah. this part when we uh 
Put this part on when we uh, talk about the new episode. <laughs> yeah. Put me shouting out Carolina Dude at your dang. Your boy stink, man. Your booth is out, y'all. Straight up. Yo, that, that, that 360 is crazy. Um, they played it like 47,000 times on ESPN, so I'm about tired of it now. But Can I drop one more gem since you brought that up? Go ahead. I just want to get that straight. All right, so, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to let you know how I think. So, once again, this that cocky talk about my basketball mind and the details I want to break you down. All right, so I'm going to leave you with this, and I'm out. So, I've been seeing the Zion play a lot. You know what I'm saying? And everybody's gassing the 360. You know what I'm saying? To keep it a band, like, I mean, it, that was normal for him. So the simple fact that people are gassing that 360, y'all lame as hell. Um, <laughs> but it was no defense, and we've seen him jump, slam over humans. So that joint was a five. All right, but the most impressive part, and the part I want you to understand, I'm talking to every player out here that, that wants to be a great defender right now. All right, like, go back and look at the clip. What you're going to see is, like, this is how you trap. All right, so what you got to understand is this scenario happens all the time, especially in high school basketball. All right, um, the point guard's job is to turn him once the ball goes up the floor. So the point guard was doing a good job turning. Uh, uh, who was, was that Trey Jones guarding him? Yeah, I don't know who it was. It was. It was so Trey if it was Trey Jones, he was doing a good job turning Clemson's PG. All right, so at this point, um, the post from Clemson was running on a rim, on, 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 was running like a, he was making a rim run, but he was just running down his line on the floor. Because probably after they cost half court, he was going to run to a spot in secondary and probably either set a screen or dive to the basket. But what you see of it was, was Trey was doing such a good job of turning him that the point guard lost vision. Mm -hmm. And the, the rim runner just ran up court, not paying attention. So when he ran up court going through, Zion noticed because he's looking and he's aware of where his man is and the location of his man in the ball. So Zion knew that, hey, I can stay back here and I can lurk because my man is taking his time up the court. So I'm athletic enough to cheat because he can't make this pass over me to throw to this man. That's number one. Then number two, the beautiful part about it was, and I tell kids this all the time, once Trey turned him and that kid went to a spin and he turned his back to the help, that's the automatic time that you can get away with cheating mm -hmm. in basketball on a spin move. Because on a spin move, the person is turning their back to you. So when they turn back, they're going to see you right there. And that's a travel, a jump ball, or a steal all the time if you play it right. So because Zion was aware, he saw that he turned him and he stole it out of the spin move, which then led to the dunk. So the dunk didn't matter. If you don't know this, if you don't know how to read the defense and how to help and how to pressure the basketball without guarding the ball, that's what that was. Mm -hmm. So once again, we just want to let you know at the Ramy, we dropping real gems, B. Yeah, we got, so we got if you right haven't there. subscribed, you're whack. Stop playing yourself. You know Fix your saying? face. Like you need to. Oh, you just all we're trying to do click the button is help your ashy little hoop game. <laughs> trying to put button. some lotion on it, man. We out. We out. You low key was hating on Zion 360, though. Know, if, if somebody from Carolina did that, you'd have been real. Nah, nah you brought that you know? We out. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for checking us out, man. This is one half of the Ram Report. Ray Masonette just wanted to give y'all a quick reminder. Make sure y'all hit us up on social media. We on Instagram, we on Twitter. Uh, but also, 
Make sure y'all give us that five-star rating, man. Uh, we would really appreciate that. Drop a comment. Let us know what you're thinking. Again, we do it for y'all, so we definitely want to make sure that interaction piece is there. So uh, go ahead and drop that comment rate. Give us that five-star rating. We out.